0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday, everybody. Kevin, tell everyone where we are recording from.
2: Well, if you can hear an echo right now... Uh, it's because we're in a black box. Uh, we're in the black box theater at Shetler Studios, <laughs> and it's we like walked mines. in. And I did not expect this. Usually, listeners were in like a nice little studio, and they've got a little window outside, and it's. But this, we're straight up off Broadway today. This is the Off Broadway <laughs> Throwback <laughs>
1: Thursday. My favorite things. The Off Broadway debut. We well, you
2: guys could have. We, we have like there must be thirty chairs behind me, so we could have had people just. Hold like, on listening. one second.
1: I, you keep talking, Kevin. I'm going to take a picture while. Okay. I take
2: yeah. So Rob's going to take a picture of us while we're while we're. Doing this and I'm and so post and it I'm right so, now. And I'm so sorry. And we're heart. actually recording on a Thursday, which well, is really fun. Yeah, it so, came uh, a little hi, bit Everybody, late. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. I'm taking a I'm photo. I'm smiling now. Hold on. Okay. A second, guys.
1: He smiled. He looks great. I'm going to okay. post this I in a I smile because my
2: mom always likes me to smile with my mouth open. Usually I just smirk. But she I have paid to... for
1: those braces, damn <laughs> it. <laughs> twice. I had braces twice. Really? Yeah. I never had braces. Oh, you're lucky. That's why I look like this. <laughs> trying to stick my teeth out. That was good. Yeah, he did. Can't it was funny, um, <laughs> Hey, guess what I saw last night? What did you see not last night? Not last night. Sorry, the night before last, okay. I should yeah. say. King Kong. King
2: Kong, King Kong. King I've not Kong? seen it yet. I have to tell you that Sutton, wants, uh, uh, like, uh, she wants to see this so bad. Yeah? She keeps saying. She's like, I want, I want to see King Kong. I want to see King Kong.
1: Okay, so I'm going to say this. This puppet... Is absolutely incredible. They have made it look so beautiful and make it look so realistic and human. It's incredible. He furrows his brow. He has emotions. He's got great comic timing. Oh yeah. And like I mentioned on Twitter, I loved his three episode arc on The Good Wife a few seasons back.
2: Wait, what does that mean? I don't. I don't watch The Good Wife.
1: It's just like no.
2: Just just oh. like the fact
1: that like, this puppet would like be in oh, a television thank show. Thank you. I love you so much. Yes. Sorry. I'm missing he's the he's gonna <laughs> wow. Good job, Kevin. No, he's gonna play Evan Hansen next week. We're very excited. They're just building a big. <laughs> but cast you see the cast. Arc. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So
2: is, is he? Is that? Is that? He's that big?
1: I mean, is He's he? He's huge. He is like, just, and it's the Broadway theater, right? Which so is it's like a big house. A big, big house. They have that curtain in the balcony that they close sometimes
2: to, you know, cut off the seats. Well, here's
1: the thing. I I don't want to speak. I could be totally wrong. So if uh, King Kong folks, if I'm making a mistake, please correct me. I went on um, Tuesday night. Wednesday night? Wednesday, Wednesday twes- nights are always no Tuesday t- night. I went okay. Tuesday night. Tuesday and Wednesday
2: nights are always bad when I was in a show. Like
1: um, just the worst. I don't think anybody was in the balcony, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody was in the mezzanine because they were sitting people next to me in the orchestra who were in the mezzanine. Okay. So I, I I don't know. Now I will say this. <laughs> I I had a the show is a, a feast for the eyes and a feast for the senses. And it's billed as a spectacle, it's we should a, say. It's not it's not, it's a not called an
2: original musical or a broad musical comedy. No, no, no. It's a spectacle. It is a full-on spectacle.
1: The other spectacle, though, was happening next to me. Oh, no. Because we had nine yentas. No. And one of their husbands. Like a ladies' party group? It was a ladies' party. And they all have that same purple hair. I don't know, like, at what age a woman. They is probably like, go
2: to the same dresser.
1: Yeah, that's like, yeah. like, 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 like I don't know, like, at 63, it's like everyone has to have purple hair now. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? You know that color I'm talking about, folks? I think the so. violet <laughs> yes. color. So they all, like, tramp on in, like, they're all trampling on in, right? Mm-hmm. And they have, like, their leopard coats on and everything. And um, uh, one of the guy, the guy, the only guy turns and he goes, and I swear to you, this is a true conversation, he goes, Julie, why don't you stay over with us tonight? Rebecca and I have an extra room. And Julie got very angry for some reason, I don't know why, and she threw her handbag on the floor, and she said, Barry, I told you five times I have to start my kiln at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So she does pottery. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. She's up. Well, now was wait this a minute. During the show. Or? Oh, this was no, no. Before the okay. show, because okay. during the show, oh, Kevin. God, Rob, during no. the show, I swear. This is all a true What's story. What's you I and I swear your to latest you.
2: theatrical experiences? I, and having I like think I have bad
1: <laughs> So the the, the the they're sitting next to me, and then I swear to you, it's all a true story. During the show, Julie <laughs> taps. The woman in front of her, and in full voice goes, How much do I owe you for the tickets? No, 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 full voice, no, full voice. And I'm like, Well, no. and the woman turns around, so I'm like, She's gonna say something, and she goes, Well, you owe me for this, and you owe me for Mockingbird. No, she goes, How much is that? She goes, In total, 140. You can give me a check for 70, and I'll get the other 70. And they literally, like, a full voice during the show. Then the woman whips out her checkbook and attempts to write a check in the dark. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Followed by, very quickly, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sure you know this, that King Kong, the beautiful puppet that is King Kong, is operated by 14 puppeteers dressed in black that actually move its limbs and stuff like that. Well, Barry, oh, my God. He he never saw anything like it. So Barry's one of those my favorite type of theater goers. He's one of those like actually will like tell you what's gonna happen before it happens. He's announcing it. Right. You He's know what excited I mean? to because
2: he can predict it. He knows. Yeah. Like, He's with, so uh, into it. Like
1: somebody on stage has a gun and he goes, Someone's gonna get shot. Captain Obvious to the rescue. Captain Obvious to the rescue. So he yeah. did, so he goes, That's the puppet. Yes, yes, Barry. 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 You're well done. S- you're so smart, Barry. I had no idea that that was going to be King Kong. And, and During the show, though, so he's just there's talking. There's a two-story fucking ape yeah. looking at me. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know, Barry. I appreciate it.
2: There's literally men f- like oh, with yeah, strings going strings. up and down, like
1: they're like well, then, in the flies. Then he <laughs> wanted everybody to go. You're so- that's the puppeteer. Oh, is that the puppeteer? Like, and then it like it was a ripple effect down the row. Like that's the puppeteer. That's the puppeteer. So I moved to the back during intermission. You did. You were in the orchestra. I moved, yeah, the, yeah, I moved to the back. I was like, this is crazy. So anyway, that was that was my my experience. I've got nothing else to that's say. That's wild. About. I'm trying to think about if I saw anything else. I feel like I have. You know, I like, I've, I think you're on the same game plan is me a, a concerted effort yes concerted to, to try to see everything yes. that's um in the next the couple season. weeks I'm
2: going to try to see a little bit more uh, I'm going to get on TDF and, and get some tickets I've decided Not like everything's on TDF which is a good thing
1: and then so many closings though
2: i the, the january slaughter is is upon us yes, they've already started announcing that for that first because uh, that first week in january is oh, I'm, all the, the two shows i ever did that that's when we close is that first week in january
1: goodbye summer mm-hmm. goodbye once on the side goodbye head over heels yeah. this is sad I I actually liked those shows, so yeah. I think it's gonna, well, and well, room for new things to exactly. come. Exactly, and the 80s. Town yeah. is gonna come in. That's right. Lund Fontana is open now. No yeah. one else is open.
2: I'm excited. It, it'll be, it's gonna be, I think the next half of the season is gonna be exciting. That's exciting. I'm yeah. excited too. I gotta a lot get of my shows tickets. though. Boy, I'm a lot ready. of things
1: are coming in, so let's save up our I've uh, our uh, I binge
2: watched uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, we were just right. talking about before the air, but I have to say, and you must get a kick out of this. I mean, my wife is like, <laughs> we're just like in it the whole time, but I'm like, there's that Broadway person, there's Carole Carmelo, there's Mary Testa. But really what I love is how they've picked all of these period songs yeah. like redhead i mean like like we're talking like random stuff they they played the overture to you know funny thing happened way we to the forum but not any words but only you and i would know that but and all of the songs are of that era What's some ten? of them were yeah. like like 1962 and i was like well this is 1959 guys but that's okay that's all right I i'm know. not going to be that picky about it but i'm just so happy that they're whoever was in charge of the music was digging like we're not talking like the most popular songs of that time we're talking like the b side of <laughs> the second act songs
1: <laughs> It, the, um, it's Amy Sherman Palladino. She's the creator of right, and apparently she's a huge musical theater. It's fan. obvious
2: because who would who would sing an old show tune as the opening of this piece? You it's know, really and, good. and a show tune that we don't know really. Yeah. You know, and I just I got such a kick out of that that every episode has has show tunes, and the show tunes are just perfectly perfectly placed. Yeah, uh, I agree. with I get you. a kick out of that. I think it's fun when our little.
1: I think the art direction on that show is amazing. It's stunning. stunning. Good? We bought a
2: new TV, and so it's got this vivid picture, and that, yeah. and with the you know of the, that era, the colors. Yeah. it's just so vibrant. Yeah, they, they, they turned it up on purpose, but it's <gasps> like I love it. So I love I've, that show. I've had a good time <laughs> riding that wave the last three days. Oh yeah,
1: oh, I, I binged it in one day. And Amazing. then I made my family watch it again with me. Amazing. It was, it's, I thought well, it was Because so it is good. set up
2: like a movie. It's like the, the last scene ends and it's really the, yeah. the next
1: episode. So they I, I think really job. fantastic.
2: So that's what I've been up to.
1: That's so exciting. Yeah. That's so exciting. I'm trying to think if I've seen anything else. And
2: that Hal Prince documentary. Rob, you've got know, to see the I Hal know. Prince documentary on I know. PBS. Well, your mentor, Lonnie Price, directed it. You guys, please, just go to 13. Go somewhere. Go on the PBS. I'm sure it's out there. Watch this documentary about Hal Prince and the legacy that he created. I was completely rocked by it. And I thought that the... The format of it. I thought that the 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 arc of the documentary was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought the talking heads that they got, all these amazing people that some we've talked to, some that you know we've talked about,
1: um, and it was just, I was just completely blown away by it. I can't wait to yeah. see it. So, I can't wait to it, see it. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, Lonnie Price's theater documentaries he's are just good. so damn good. He is so good. Can and because just, like, he's all a part of, them, of the business. Can he just do all of them, please? I know.
2: And he knows all the people, and they all trust him. Yeah. So you, he gets even better information out of them, yep. you know, and I just, it was just, I just can't wait to watch it again.
1: I can't, I can't wait to watch it for the yeah. first time. Yeah,
2: it's fun. For the first
1: time. <laughs> what's that from?
2: In forever. Yeah, what's that from? What's that from? Uh, for I don't the, know. It's a Disney thing, isn't it? For the first time. Yeah, it's time. like Frozen or something. Maybe it is Frozen. Like. No, I don't right. know. Hey, anybody? Someone's yelling at so, us right
1: now. So, Mickey Mouse is like, first time. Mickey Mouse is very...
2: What's that from? It must be it Frozen. Like a Bobby Lopez. I don't know. T- I'm embarrassed right now. You give from? me a Michael John Lacusa melody and I'll tell you exactly what. Giant? I love Giant, but I'm like <laughs> the most. It's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed right now.
1: I'll sing you a lyric from Tom from Hello Again and you can get it. <laughs> I love that song. He wears his face. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hear his heart. No, that's, I don't that's, think that's, you're that's, a Michael
2: John, John Lacusa fan. What? I don't think you're a Michael. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it, Rob. I don't think you're a Michael John LeCuse Excuse fan. me. Have you listened to Wild Party yet? Excuse me.
1: Um, I okay. Have, that's I it. I I have, no, have, moving
2: on. I, favorite I, things. What's on? Let's go.
1: I would like to refer you back to a few episodes ago. I think it was even the episode where Tyler Mount came on to talk to us, and I said that one of my favorite shows I ever saw was First Lady Suite at the Public Theater, which was written by Michael John LeCuse. Okay.
2: All right. Okay.
1: And I like Giant. Okay, all right. I, will I have I that. have nothing else to say. But
2: you just let me let me know. Why don't we I get would, Michael John like, on the when... show? Actually, that's a really great idea because he can talk a lot about his, of um, obviously his writing. But he's he's been a teacher of musical theater at, at New York, you know, NYU for for the last
1: fifteen years. By your pupils, you are taught. <laughs> Thank <laughs> thanks, you, thanks, Rob. That's that from nice. The, that's from the King and I. Oh, okay. Getting hmm. to know you, getting to know all about you. Are you going to act it? I was gonna talk- nice. Hey, we didn't talk about our dinner with Leroy. You guys. My dinner with Andre, our guys, dinner with Leroy. We, we took a,
2: a little a little time machine back to an older time. We went back to 1960s Broadway, the Golden Age. We walked oh. into Sardi's. Yes, we did. Leroy Reams with a bow tie walked in. We sat at the center table that Leroy always gets to be sat at. And we went, we just talked old school show business. We can't even say some of the things on air that we were told because it was off the record. And we're talking way
1: off the record. And he was very clear many times that this is off the record. Yeah, it was, it was,
2: but it was, it was a fun evening. It was a really fun evening.
1: I will just tell you, listener, it was four hours. It was us and Robbie Rizal. And the first thing Leroy said when he came into the restaurant, first thing, not hello, (laughs) but... I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep, bleep out the word because did I ever tell you about the time I saw Tallulah Bankhead's ooh? It looked like Gabby Hayes. Yep, <laughs> that's it. That so, was if you don't, hey, Leroy. if you don't know who Gabby Hayes is, <laughs> or Tallulah Bankhead, or the Bankhead, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get a kick. Um, but we're going to have Leroy on for the in memoriam that yep, we do at just the end of the more, year. A couple weeks, and we'll um, do that. Which we had him on last year, and we'll do it again. So, um, what, what shall we talk about? Our favorite things?
2: We can because my favorite thing has already been talked about at the beginning of this
1: podcast. Hold on one second; I have to drop the mic. <laughs> Mike has been dropped. Okay, so dramatic.
2: You know, um, we're in a theater. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's very true. We're on stage actually. Um, welcome so, mm, to the theater.
1: I was going to do Lauren Bacall. This business to the magic.
2: we call show.
1: No, no, uh, that was on pitch. Oh, sorry.
2: And this business we call show. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> Hurry back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a skip song. We haven't talked about skip songs in a bit, but I, that's a you know skip what because it was
2: we were very early on in the podcast talking about that stuff. But I think we can bring it back up again. Once again,
1: listeners, hashtag Skip Song Man. We want to know your skip songs. <laughs> Which is once again, you're listening to a cast recording. Yep. And all of a sudden, there's a song that comes on, and we just and you just like every time
2: like 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 what's it? Blood in the Water comes on Legally Blonde, you're like, nope, I'm g- I love you, Michael Rupert, and I love you, Larry O'Keefe, and Elle Benjamin, but I don't need this song right now. I'm good. Something bad is happening in Oz. I'm okay if I never hear that song again. I love you steven schwartz i love wicked i love the music it's great (laughs) skip song all right so
0: (laughs) hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin
1: kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in
0: bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
2: 18+. My favorite thing is um, is not the show uh, that you mentioned actually earlier that's coming to Broadway. Um, it is how we got this show that's coming to Broadway. Oh, okay. I'm talking of course of Hades Town. I have I am so excited for this piece. And I didn't we talked about this earlier but I like deliberately didn't want to talk about it to wait till now, but it's coming to the Walter Kerr Theater, which I love the Walter Kerr Theater. Uh, and it's It is this, I think no one's going to know what to do with it. I think it's going to be something that's completely different. Uh, It was at the New York Theatre Workshop last year, and then uh, the National Theatre did it earlier this year. I mean, when does the National Theatre come to America and is like, hey, let's do a show that hasn't been on Broadway yet, and let's do it there first. So I'm completely, I mean, I'm just completely excited for this. But it is all based on, a concept album by a woman named Anais Mitchell, A-N-A-I-S. There's little two dots over the eye, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. Uh, and she is this folk, indie folk writer from Vermont. Uh, and she released this album in 2010. So eight years ago, she put out a concept album, much in the style of, <clears throat> like... Remember Sting did Last Ship, where he sang the songs? And, yes, and he's, yes. And a couple of the songs in Last Ship are on other albums of Sting's. But, you know, he he he's dabbled in musical theater. The Who's Tommy, they put out a concept album that was just before the musical came. They did sort of a, con, you know, uh, Tom Waits. He, there's an album called Alice that's like a theatrical carnival adventure. That oh, is yeah. Tom Waits singing all these songs. That's never come to fruition as a show, but he intended that to be. So this is the same sort of deal. This is a, a, the Orpheus and Eurydice, uh, you know, story um, brought into modern times. It's a very much in the style. You can hear that it's very Natasha Pierre in the Great Comet of 1812. That's sort of the, the the genre of the world that we're going into, even though I think Hadestown is going to be something completely different. I don't want to talk about the actual production, the, what's going to be on Broadway. I want to talk about this this concept, this recording that Anais Mitchell made. She made it with uh, another group. Uh, another uh, She made it with Annie DeFranco, plays one of the parts in it. Uh, one of my favorite performances, um, his name is Justin Vernon. He's in an indie group called Bon Iver. B O N I V E R. Uh, one of my just—it's like <laughs> if you listen to Bon Iver and you know what I'm talking about, then you know exactly what this guy's voice is like. But it's, he's always singing in his head voice. He's like that kind of guy. Um, but all these artists are on this album, but it's still a theatrical album. And listeners out there, some of you are more old school musical theater people. And I'm just one, I want to encourage you to listen to this album as sort of a primer. Like, this is sort of like, this is how you're going to get into the world of Hadestown, so when you go to see it on Broadway, um, you'll really be able to enjoy it that much more because you'll see where it came from and where the vision of how they, how they got to this place eight years later. Uh, and it's all based on this woman in Vermont who writes these indie pop songs, but they're theatrical, and they're really catchy, and it's, it's well-orchestrated. It's, it's, they're acting in this piece. And and, and it's, like I said, it's contemporary. There's a Hades is really kind of like, almost like a, a Trump character. He's it's yet nicer and more charming a little bit, but um, he wants to build a wall in Hades to like, you know, keep all, and convince the people that that's what they want, that they want to keep all the other people out so they can stay happy and safe there. Um, and that's an interesting theme there. Uh, and, and it's just, listen to the album, Read the synopsis and then listen to it again. I know it seems like a lot of work, but it's you, it's get worth the, it, you it have to digest like. the music because it's such fascinating music, and then you you hear that you read the plot and you think, oh my gosh. This is really there's storytelling going on here, so then you go back and listen to it and you really hear the theatricality and you can hear I mean obviously every time you hear something again, you hear more out of it. Um, and so uh yeah i'm I'm very, very excited about this this Hades town coming to Broadway and um, and for your primer for this, you might as well go check out Anais Mitchell's Hades town, her demo I mean her not her demo her 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 concept recording or her it's a it's a pop album that she released, and I would go listen to that.
1: Awesome. And enjoy. I'm
2: There's also a live recording of the of a, the performance. I think it was at the New York Theater Workshop where they, they recorded it live and released some tracks on Spotify. But listen to her album because that's okay. you you just and it's got great artists on it. I mean, it's 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 fantastically done. But uh, it's it's definitely worth a listen and it's definitely different from anything we've heard before. And oh, I'm excited about it.
1: I am so excited. I missed it when it was off Broadway. Same. Did you, no, I'm sorry, I was going to say you had a student in it, but that no, but, was no, what's one the other my, one I'm no, thinking of. No, but my
2: one of my favorite things earlier is in it, Shayna Taub. Yes. She's in it. So, like, not only does she write shows, but she's performing. So it's those kinds of artists, these sort of, I want to say, off-off-Broadway kind mm-hmm. of, you know, that's the feel of this show. And that's becoming more popular on Broadway, the come-from-away type piece. Yes. You know, Jervon Hansen, you might even say, even though it's big and all that. But it's still, at its core, it's sort of like an off-Broadway piece, yeah. I would yeah. say. Um, and I think this is going to be very very similar, but I think audiences are ready for this. So I'll be very curious.
1: I'm so excited to see it now. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, fun. well, I've got work to do that. Yeah, you do.
2: Wild Party in Hadestown.
1: I have Shade. <laughs> to the Wild Party. <laughs> All right, wait, what's your wait minute, thing? Wait, your ho- wait hold, on, thing? hold on, hold on, hold wait, on. Oh, wait, wait, Wait. hold on. The Wild Party he did, is that the one that was on the Tonys? Or is that Andrew Lippa's? Ch-
2: I feel like you're joking with me right now, because if you don't know that Andrew Lippa's was not on the Tonys, because his was off-Broadway, and LaCuse's was on the Tonys oh, yeah. be- in 2000 yeah. because it was on Broadway, we have a problem.
1: Wait a minute, hold on. That's with uh, Do Tony you Collette. Her a toast? No, Tony Collette. Right? No, I hate <laughs> you. Shut up. no, no, What's your favorite serious, thing. It's yes, Tony of course. The Manny
2: Batinkin, Tony Collette.
1: Uh, well, Michael how, does, how does the opening number go? Tonya Pinkins. How does the opening number
2: go? All right, so the one go. Are you, you're messing with me. Are you messing no, with no, me? No, no, no,
1: because I'm going to tell you a So story the first
2: one, so Lipa's, it's the same. It's, so it's based we on the 1920s. Oh, wow. No, the opening is. Party. Yes, but the real opening line is Lacusa. Queenie was a blonde and her age stood still and she danced twice a day in the vaudeville. And then. No, sorry, that's Lippa. Lacusa. Queenie was a blonde and her age stood still and she danced twice a day in the vaudeville. Mm, oh, that's a melody. Oh, okay. Queenie was a blonde
1: and her age stood still. But what is that but is the one is is the Lacusa. What have Is that Lacusa? Wild, no, that's Lippa. What was the one where she's like, um like, we are having a wild, wild party. Baby, where's the ice? Bum, oh, no, no. That,
2: that's Lucusa That's, that's okay. Baby, where's the ice? Yeah. Dun, 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 Welcome to my party. Glad you like it. Who the hell invited this? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Queenies up for dancing. Queenies <laughs> new. Who Queenisa. the hell invited you? That's yeah. so good. Yeah, OK. You're here because yes, so... you love me. I heard... Don't I know it? Yes, I do. Come on. Why so do good? I need to listen to it? You're doing the whole show for me oh, right God. now. I just got so excited. And yes, we are have. I was lying
1: before. That's like it. Is it, I did it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I know. I know. So you're just trying to. All right. What's your favorite we, thing? We're having. A world, world party. Don't make fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. I was singing. I was expressing myself artistically. And apparently that can't happen in a theater. <laughs> Welcome to the theater. Miss Piccal. Places <laughs> Miss McCall. Places Miss Piccal. Place <laughs> Fine. What was the coffee she did? High Point that we used to make fun oh my of? Gosh. She, High Point. She Co- gets into like a, a limo, right? <laughs> yeah. And she's
2: like, I always drink this coffee. It was-
1: like no, you don't, no, you, you don't. liar. In
2: the limo, you, you smell like, like uh, Folgers.
1: <laughs> well, my favorite thing actually is the total opposite of Hades Town, but it's thematic. Mm. While your show talks about Hades, mine talks about Heaven. Well, Kevin, see what you did there. I um, am shocked at how many major musicals are out there that I probably actually have never seen.
2: Oh, I was going thought you were going to say listen to because there's some major ones that I've actually never heard either that I'm embarrassed to say that I've never listened to all the way through. Of, I'm not going to well, say.
1: mine's a little campy, but it's going to it's going to it's going to lead to what we're going to talk about. I had never <laughs> seen Nonsense, and it's now Nonsense is not I my, my favorite. Thing. I've never seen it. Okay, before. so for our listeners, if you've never seen Nonsense, um, there is a the show was filmed in the early '90s with oh uh, with uh, Rima Rima Rima, Rima, and Christine Toy Johnson. Christine who we work with, was in it. Oh
2: my God! Who we
1: work with? She's one. She's of the on nuns. the national
2: tour of Come From Away right now. She's one of
1: the nuns in it. She's amazing. Um, so I was on YouTube and I watched all of it a couple of nights ago just to see like what on goes that. on. It's 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 fun. It's just fun. It's like silly, it's silly fun, innocent fun. Well, Mm-mm. Kevin, Mm-mm. we've watched this together and this nonsense. Is your favorite thing. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> the musical is not my favorite thing. But nonsense. The TV pilot is my favorite thing. So
2: yes, we watched it together. We Bob did I watch
1: did. it together. You know that. So in oh. so this is on YouTube, my friends. Um, Dan Goggin. I hope that's how you pronounce his or name. Goggin? Goggin? I don't know. Dan, Gogan. I'm so sorry. Well, anyway, Dan's got more money than all of us, so he can he can call himself whatever he wants. Um as you know he created the nonsense franchise and it really is a franchise and it's so interesting to think about how this show came to be it started off as a tiny little thing it started off as a greeting card he it was it was a greeting card it was a uh, he he made these greeting cards that had like nuns on them saying witty phrases that somehow yeah. tied into you know parochial schools and stuff like that and then he did a tiny show at the duplex that ended up running like 38 weeks and then it became the second longest running off broadway show he history. wrote the the book musical. Did everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did everything. This was 1985. So anyway, as you know, nonsense. 85. You said yeah. 85. Nonsense, as you know, is a staple of uh, community theaters. Never been on Broadway. Never been on. Bro- nor should it be on Broadway. No, it's it's, it's an intimate show, and uh, it was so successful. He there were like 90 million sequels. There was like Nonsense Part Two. Nonsense Jamboree. The nonsense, Men one, Amen. Uh Nun.
2: No, no way.
1: Yeah, there's one where no, like that's funny. There's one where like they're they're on a cruise and the cruise is doing Fiddler on the Roof and they they get sick and so the nuns have to do. Fiddler on the Roof or something it's like that. It's very
2: much in this, like Marvelous wondrettes I feel like, has come out of that sort of vein. And, yeah. you know, those th- those shows that are done in communities all over the country. Well,
1: it's very silly. It's very, very silly. And um, it's grossed in... Can you believe this? Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's grossed over $500 million. Wait, I'm sorry. It's grossed over... $500 <laughs> million. <laughs> it, million it, dollars. It, yeah. It started, once again... Uh, so, it, Nonsense is not my favorite thing. This is my favorite year. But like I was saying, in helping with the franchise, they decided to m- see if they could turn it into a TV show at one point, a TV series. And uh, they made a pilot. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think the show was picked up by any networker or um, what's it called? Like a provider, you know, or, right, an app. or like Netflix, Netflix or, yeah, or like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. things or a, a streaming distributor. Server, yeah. Distributor, yeah. <laughs> um, but I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin and I sat down and oh. we watched this pilot and it's epic. It's for fun. First of all, it features a lot of our former guests. Let me, um, may I read the cast? Do it. Uh, the Reverend Mother uh, is played by Mary Stout. Uh, Bambi Jones and Sister Mary Hubert. Tony Award winner Beth Level. Is Sister Robert Ann, who's doing this like Brooklyn accent? She is so freaking funny, which is is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. And
2: different from anything you've seen her do, because she's not like, it's not like Beth and Drowsy or Beth and Prom. It's just Beth.
1: It's doing something. You're like, I've never seen this before. Phyllis from The Office (laughs) plays Sister Julia, Child of God, (laughs) which I love. Karen Ziemba's in it, Dehody's in it. Um, uh, Chris Sieber and Jeff Blumenkrantz are like, uh, like brothers that live near the monastery, and of course, of course, <laughs> playing the man, playing <laughs> playing the, playing the saint, <laughs> this the patron saint. That's right. Is Leroy Reams in drag? <laughs> um, if you have never seen this, all you've got to do is type in on YouTube "nonsense pilot." Um, if you know the nonsense, here's the thing: after I watched nonsense, uh, the the full production. I got many more of the jokes that was in the pilot. They're sort of inside, not inside jokes, but you know, yeah, run, like, long running oh, jokes that they always I see, do. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. So if you get a chance, it's Nonsense Pilot. The channel on YouTube is very simple. It's Nonsense TV. Brilliant, um, and the it's it's fun. It's just it's just fun. And in the, the pilot episode, the nuns are trying to do a show called Hoboken Has Talent. Which is a local variety show competition, and hopefully they'll win the hundred thousand dollar grand prize. Um, so take a look at Nonsense TV pilot. Not Nonsense the. I mean, you can watch Nonsense the original if you want, but the Nonsense TV pilot is pretty damn good. It's pretty silly and have fun. Oh, have so much fun! <laughs> good and one. and watch my personal favorite. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Watch for the asides. Yes. Yes. Watch for the asides where the characters turn to the the camera. And, and direct address the camera. Direct address. Direct those address. <laughs> those are the best
2: ones. Those are the, those <laughs> are the funniest ones. <laughs> right. And enjoy the camp, because they're all theatrical actors, they're all stage actors. And so it's it's very everything's a little big, but in, yeah. in the best way.
1: In a good way. I think I think yes.
2: this, I'm not gonna lie about it. I mean, let's it's 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 stage actors that are comedians. They're all comedians yes. from the stage that and are on film, so it's th- like This is gonna
1: sound like an insult, and I mean to, to sound like an insult. I don't think the direction tone it down was ever given. <laughs> no, definitely not. So, um, get ready. It's, and, once again, and I have to, I have to thank um, one of our avid listeners, David Grosha, who, who was the one who told me there was a, even a pilot on television, and I Amazing. had no idea. Um, so, anyway, take a look at it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, enjoy. And listen to Hadestown. You're going to go to heaven and hell this week. <laughs> nice. Enjoy it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things.
0: these are a few of my favorite
2: things.
1: Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels?
2: Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Stegert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go
0: right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists. What they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying The Quiet Part Out Loud. Are you listening?